Proudly sponsored by stms.studio for all your merch and printing needs. Proud patron of Ian's Chain Charity, helping to save lives together. Hey! Hello, how's it going? I'm alright, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Sorry I look a bit muffled. I was sitting in traffic. Like, it took me about 25 minutes to travel 0.8 miles because there's a school on the road that I live. Okay. (laughs) So I got my hair off. I was like, come on! I was like, do you not know where I've got to go? And then every set of traffic lights that I came to on that stretch just went red because there were so many people crossing. I've never wanted to squash a child in my life, but I tell you what, after sitting in traffic for about maybe 15 minutes, I was like, come on! I was tempted, but no no, no children were hard making this. I do like children. <laughs> I don't condone uh, cruelty to children in any shape or form. Anyway, um, so your new album, well, your new single, Hellbound Heart. I've done a little bit of um, looking at that, and you've had it streamed nearly four thousand times, and it hasn't been out that long, has it? No, it's it's not been out a week yet, and um, yeah, doing all right so far. I don't know. Is my internet doing all right? It's um, it's a bit slow. Don't worry. We'll we'll work with it. We'll work with it. If we have to, we can convert to phone call if you want. It's up to you. We'll see how it behaves. I mean, as long as it's okay, it's working for me, but sometimes in this room it can just be a little bit um, a bit rubbish. But, uh, yeah, sorry about that. I you're perfectly um, fine. It's no the, problem. The uh, single's been out of the That's okay, then. Um, yeah, the, it's doing it's doing really well. It's been our fastest-growing um, single so far. We've put out eight uh, singles. We've all done our self-released, and we crowdfunded this album. So it's uh, the people there to listen, I guess, ready to go. Yeah, I know because I saw you did um, an exclusive release with um, MMH. They did their, they played your first play of it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that was a little bit before it came out actually, and that, that went pretty well. They uh, got a good reaction on there, so that was good. Good. I was going to say I've been looking at some of the reviews, and um, so far, so good. I mean, how how no like you've not had any negative reviews most. Most places, like reviewers and stuff, they always throw out a little bit of negativity, not too much, but I haven't seen anything, like, negative about it, and I love it. Like, oh, oh, that first bit just catches you. No, I'm glad. I'm glad it works. Um, yeah, there probably, there, maybe there are some negative, but we wouldn't share them if there are. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just thing. hide them. We'll just report them. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just hide that. So if you see any negative stuff, just report it as untrue. <laughs> yes, anyway, it's abuse. So the name Shadow Smile, where did it come from? Um, it comes from there's a there's a film from the early nineties called The Crow, which um, I really yeah. liked growing up. And there's a song in that called Burn, which is by The Cure. And there's a line in that song that says, uh, "Just paint your face and shadows smile." And I thought that was quite a quite a cool little cheeky line. So I like uh, yeah, that. just just stole it to be honest <laughs> no i think was, a lot uh, of people can relate to that though as well you know like just paint your face a lot of people just suffer through and a lot of people find that with their mental health they channel that through listening to music i mean personally for me you know music gets me through the toughest of situations like it does with a lot of people and the fact that you've you've gone that deep with your you know your name meaning it's it's really nice 
Yeah, I guess um, music is therapy, isn't it? I suppose um, it is. making and listening is is all is all working out demons and things. So yeah, so you're based so. in Sheffield, I see. Um, are the other guys in Sheffield? Uh, well, actually, only only our bass player actually lives in Sheffield. Um, the rest of us live kind of. I, I live near Nottingham. Um, one of our uh, guitarists lives uh, in. Bradford and the drummer lives in Barnsley, but Sheffield's like a middle ground where we yeah. all can meet um, with lots of good rehearsal spaces and things like that. So either way, uh, so, though, one of yeah, you have Sheffield to just became our home. For, and... You have to travel for um, recording then. Yeah, yeah, there's always travel involved. We, we, I mean, we do a lot of our writing remotely and then share ideas via email or Zoom or whatever. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of driving, a lot of mileage involved. So we have to keep those receipts for the VAT man. Yeah, gets a bit costly, doesn't it? Have you ever seen Alan uh, Partridge where he's sitting there and he gets his VAT spikes and he keeps spiking yeah, spike. all this stuff? Yeah, <laughs> and they're asking him, and he's like, Lynn, our Revenue are here. <laughs> Receipt for a dressing gown and a ticket to Shrek. I think that's something. I love it. I love it. I absolutely, I'm glad you like that. I literally put that on. It's so, it's such good, like, feel good. Um, you know, Phil, well, program, it's great. You can just watch it and laugh. When he impales his foot on the spike. It's great, it's great. Um, so I see you've got an album launch show later on in the year, 16th of September to be precise, at the Corp in Sheffield. Yeah. Yeah, we timed this really well because it went on sale at 2 p.m. today. So it was um quite a well-timed thing. Um yeah, Corp's been like we filmed some of our music videos at Corp, and and I, I used to work there as well. Um, so it's it's always been a bit of a spiritual home for the band. So we had to do our album launch there, really. Um, yeah, so nice. it's going to be a good one. We've got Saints Among Us and Ashes of Ire, and it's going to be quite an immersive um, show. It's not just going to be a normal show. We've got a lot of surprises, a lot of uh, a lot of fun things going on, but can't really tell you what they yeah, are. Yeah, we don't want to spoil it, do we? we want to just make everyone's mouth water a little bit and keep them on the edge waiting. Exactly. So that'll be, that'll be really good. Is the Dove and Rainbow still going in Sheffield? Uh, yeah, as far as I know, I've not been in there for some time, but it's, it's, I think it's still, it's still there. Um, it, it was going to close down at one time, but I think they managed to uh, essentially crowdfund and save it because all the all the local rockers wanted it to stay open and it's been open forever so i know know. i last went well i went there in like 2006 i think it was and it was great i was on tour with a band and i've never played buckaroo while i've necked a pint of jaeger it's great i was having so much fun back in the day it's just a quirky (laughs) little venue isn't it yeah yeah and i don't think it's ever been decorated i think it looks exactly the same and which is part of the charm you know (laughs) It is, it is. So in terms of venues then, what are your favourite venues to play? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Corp's obviously one of them. Um, we did we did a little tour uh, this year and, and all the venues were um, kind of quite punk rock and we did like the Hope and Anchor down in Islington and uh, that was quite a good one. Um, I, I'd probably say Corp's the, the favourite because it's, we know all the crew and we, we we know all the fans there as well. So when, when people come, it's like it's a mixture of like people that like the song and then we get to see some friends we've not seen for a while. So I would have to say probably Corp. Yeah, it's like a big catch-up then, big reunion for you all, really. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I like it. I see you playing Call of the Wild as well in a couple of weeks. I mean, what a festival that is. 
I mean, it's run by great people, and there's so many great bands playing alongside you. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's quite it's quite an honour to open. We're doing the open in the main stage on the Saturday, which is nice. You know, we, we kind of uh, it's weird because we're, uh, like a year ago we were like emailing pestering to get on these festivals any old slot we can, and now we're getting asked to open the main stage. And, and Raz and uh, Big John have asked us to do that, which is you know we worked with them on Winter Rocks um, previously, and yeah, they're 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 just great people to work with and, and to know really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, their lineup is one to be rivaled, you know, how they've got all them bands. I think it's credit to them for being so amazing and so awesome. You know, they're, they're some of the fairest people I've ever met in the music industry. And and I think they're just, you know what you're getting with them. There's no bullshit there. They kind of just tell you as it is, whether it's good, whether it's bad. They're just like, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And you either like it or you don't. And that's all you want as a band, isn't it? To know what you're letting yourself in for. Yeah, and that upfrontness, it does translate because, you know, they were the first people that properly paid us for a show, you know, when we did Winter Rocks. And they didn't have to because we would have played for free, you know, like you, you do when you're that kind of clawing for spots and stuff. But they were they were really cool to us. And, you know, we, they just came in with an envelope and here's your fee. And, and it's like, oh, wow, these guys actually value what we do. And and I think that people remember as well, you know, as they're ascending, they remember the people that were good to them on the way up. So they look after those people, I think, a little bit. I agree. That's why they've got, you know. How did it feel to get that envelope then of money, like a little bit of pocket money? We like shocked. We like, oh. Um, yeah, well, we didn't expect it whatsoever. We were kind of um we thought we were playing for free. We'd not we'd not negotiated anything. And it was just, yeah, here's your fee. And it was like, oh wow, you know, we get paid. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it was a little bit, a little bit of a shock. So what have you got apart from them two then? What else have you got coming up for, um, in the year for us all? We're going to have some tour dates that we can announce after that. But the ones I can say at the moment are we've got the Rockmantic in Carlisle and the Rockmantic in, I don't know where it is now, uh, Hull. Uh, the two romantic festivals, yeah. So we've got those two. Um, but that's all we can actually uh, announce at the yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, all, that time um, of year where bands don't want to tell anyone. Well, we'll have to, we'll save that for the next instalment then. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, well, what's been your favourite gig from um, the last year or so? A weird one. We we supported a park tribute, and that was a lot of fun. And we we were just kind of having fun with it because we we weren't taking it too seriously because we knew the people were there to listen to some Linkin Park. So we were just like, let's have fun with it. We did a a cover of um, "Falling Away from Me" by Corn, and just just had a, a good time with it all. And yeah, people went really crazy for us, and we gained a load of new fans that we didn't expect to gain that day. So I think that's probably my favourite show we've done for the at least in the past year. Um, Winter Rocks in December was great as well. Um, so yeah, there's just, uh, but every gig's different and you get, you know, it's great to see new people that you've not seen before. Um, so yeah, every, every show has its own specialness, for want of a better word. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the ones that stand out. thing that has ever happened to you whilst you've been gigging? 
Oh, it's too many to count. I don't know. Um, our, our bass player, when we played London last time, our bass player split his trousers and uh, <laughs> and they were just completely destroyed. So his boxers, it's good job he had boxers on because it was just gone, all the midsection of his trousers. So that was one. That didn't happen to me, though, fortunately. I did fall off stage one time. That's uh, That was bad. Um, I slipped on a, a dry ice machine that was pumping water out of the side and I slipped on it and fell off stage and... <laughs> destroyed my knee <laughs> then yeah i was in a knee brace for a couple of months after that so that's probably the worst thing i've done on stage oh my god all this stuff that happens you're not the first band though to, to split your kecks on stage i mean i was talking to circus 66 a while back and they were like he went all up his crack it was great fun well they do wear tight trousers as well those guys don't they so i know that's, yeah that's i know do. He yeah. wants to tell him That's he wants why. to put talcum powder on before he puts his trousers on. It might give him a bit more wiggle room, maybe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or make sure he has an ice bath because that contracts everything, doesn't it? Absolutely, it does. Yeah, maybe so, maybe so. Um, in terms of who you style yourself on, then in the band, I put on. Um, I went onto your playlist and I put on um, Go to Song Radio, and there's loads of bands on there. Not not mainstream bands, but they're quite like up and coming. And it was quite interesting to see which bands obviously they think that you're inspired by. And so tell me, who would you say your inspirations are as a band? Yeah, I had a look on that. And and if I'm honest, there's some really cool stuff on there. But I'd I'd never heard of any of it. So I I I don't know why they think that, but there's some cool stuff on there. So it's definitely uh flattering to me compared to bands like that. But I think for me in particular, it's a lot of really old bands like uh, Guns N' Roses and um, Queen. The whole band like Avenged Sevenfold and bands like Ghost. Um, but then some everybody's got their own little little bits of influences they draw from here and there. You know, like there's um, our, our bass player likes a lot of metalcore kind of stuff like Periphery and um, you know a lot heavier stuff than I listen to. So we just draw from from every angle. And it's not always just music. There's a lot of like, like I like a lot of 80s horror films and things like that that inspire us, like The Lost Boys and, you know, just different different uh, moods and, and visuals and things like that that all come together and you cook them up in a pot and you come out with something, <laughs> I guess. I like that. You know, you can, gather, you can gather that from the videos and stuff. It's like um, a stage performance, you know. It's an actual, like, theatrical, immersive experience just watching your videos are so well put together and I feel immersed. I feel like I'm kind of there. It's really nice. Oh, thank you very much. That's nice to hear that it's uh, that it's working. Um, we work with a really, well, we've worked with a few different video people, but the last couple have been done by a guy called Chris Ogden at Long Truck Media, who does um, some really cool stuff. He does massive stuff with like Adidas and uh, like um, JD Sports and stuff, but that's his more commercial stuff. But then he's like a, a massive enthusiast for like dark horror and things. So when we do stuff, it's um, it's like a meeting of the minds, I suppose. But it does translate into our live show as well. We we really like to make sure it's not just a gig. It's more of a show. Like, you know, it's more like going to see Phantom of the Opera on yeah. the West it's End than it is going to see your local band in a pub. 
Yeah, it's like Nightwish, you know, you go see Nightwish, they put on their show and it's like the theatrical kind of vision that they offer you too. It's like a story and that's that's really nice. It's, it's good to watch, you know, as um, I've been to lots of gigs and sometimes a stage performance has really ruined it for me because when you're listening to CDs and things, you can't always pick up on it and you're like, right, I'm going to go see my favourite band and then you watch the stage performance and like, how can you compare when you've got Ghost one end of the spectrum, then you've got others the other end of the spectrum. It's really difficult, isn't it? you know, to get the fine balance right of what people expect. Yeah, definitely. There's um, Everybody likes different things about live music and about music in general, I think. So it's, it is, it's difficult to please everyone. So I think you just got to do what you do and the right people will like it and the people that don't like it, then there's plenty of stuff they will like. So why lose sleep over it? <laughs> Yeah, I like that analogy. I like that. So in terms of where you want to be this time next year, where do you want to be? What festivals do you want to be playing? I mean, ideally we'd be headlining download. Um, <laughs> but I mean, if we can if we can make a significant stride like we have from last year to this year, and, and you know, last year we were trying to get on festivals, this year we were getting asked to do festivals, maybe next year we'll be further up the lineup on festivals. I'm happy with that kind of progress because that's something we can be consistent with and keep growing. So as long as we're growing, I really don't have um, a set place I want to be, but the, the goal is just to keep to keep growing. I think that's, uh, and get the album out, that's a big one, because <laughs> that's been on our mind for the past year and a half, so. Absolutely, and it's been really difficult as well. From the back end of COVID, you know, the market's pretty saturated with a lot of music and a lot of musicians and a lot of bands trying to fight for their place. So the fact that you've made leaps and bounds and you've actually come so far, it's more than most bands have actually done this year. Um, so you you must be really proud of yourselves and your fan base as a whole. Um, whereabouts would you say your central fan base was? Would you say it was Sheffield way or is it split over the country? It, it quite annoyingly it's it's spread over because we we formed in um we formed just before lockdown we did two gigs before lockdowns happened so a lot of our putting together of music and releasing music was happen happened sort of you know in the sort of between those mini lockdowns we had when oh we can go to the studio we'll go and record something oh we can't anymore let's release it and it was like that so we we were, we were kind of an online thing for a long time. And so our music got to all over the world, but not any concentration of anyone. So it's like Sheffield's got a good fan base. London's got a good fan base. Probably like New York and LA have got a good fan base. And then everyone else is just kind of a couple of people here, a couple of people there. So it's um, it's not been a conventional fan base growing experience. It's very much, you know, it's more like the fan base um, – a digital creator would have i think which is a weird position to be in and that's that's why we're hitting the festivals because we want to kind of get out to those those rock fans and uh and and the ones that aren't specifically there for us and convert them so right well if you could offer any any new band in the scene right now if you could offer them any bit of advice what would you offer them um just make the music you want to make and don't try and please people because if you try and ride the wave you've already missed it i think so don't try and fit in with anything just do whatever you want to do whatever fulfills you because chances are and this is just as true for us as anybody else that it's going to end up you know you, you're probably going to end up not as big as you wish you were and so if you try and chase 
you know the financial success you'll only end up bitter so just make sure you enjoy it and make the music you want to make well, that's you. the best advice that, i can give well, listen, Connor. Thank you so much for catching up with me. It's been it's been really good uh, to chat, and hopefully, um, a bit nearer to your album launch. How about we catch back up with the rest of the the band, and um, we really put it out there for you. Yeah, that sounds good. It'll be um, it's it's difficult to get us all in one place, but uh, we will when we get together. We'll uh, work out some some plans so yeah thank you for having yeah, me try and catch you at some point you know um with festival season coming up and stuff and gigs i'll have to see where i can get to but if i can catch it I'll, I'll i'll try and come and find you yeah just hit us up if you want any uh press passes or anything it'd be nice thank to see you. you thank you really appreciate it because i have a general knowledge quiz you see but i'm not doing it on you i'll do it on you and the rest of the band i want to try and find the cleverest band and um so far it nobody's does. got 10 Definitely. out of 10 on my quiz Oh, I want to do it now. What's the quiz? We can do it. We're going to do it in person. Or you can do it now if you want. Do you want to do it now? I don't know. It's on camera me failing if we do that, isn't it? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> we can do it if you like. We can save it for in person. I will come find you. I'll track you down. So brush up on your general knowledge. I'll give you a little bit of um, you know, leeway so you can do some revising and you can tell the other guys <laughs> as well. And then I'll come find you and we'll do this quiz. Okay. That's All right. Exciting. All right. <laughs> well, listen, it's lovely to catch up with you. Look after yourself and good luck for the album release. Um, I mean, like I said, if this thing, when are you dropping your next single? Oh, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm the same. <laughs> you know, forget Just say things. in the future, in the future, <laughs> yeah, kind of before it's September. Coming up. It's coming. No, I think it's, I think it's July okay. next one. Good. So it's not long to wait then, because I know there's a lot of people out there after hearing this one, they're, they're eager to hear more. You've kind of wet their whistle a little bit. I hope so. I hope so. So, uh, and they'll like the next one. The next one's the best one, I think. Yeah, really? I say that, but I, I really think it is. Yeah, I really like well, it. Well, I can't wait to hear that then. Every musician's got a favourite track. So, this is interesting. Well, I'll keep my eyes, well, my ears and my eyes peeled for that one. And um, like I said, look after yourself. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Yeah, you too. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. See ya. Bye.